Myself, JT, there's chilling in the corner, and today you've got a big baller among. Let the people know who you are, who you play for, what you do. Um, obviously, we know you here, um, but for those who you don't, just introduce yourself, give yourself a quick intro. Hi, I'm Nathaniel, I'm better. Play for Manchester City's on the 23s at the moment. Yeah, just, yeah, it's good. It's good. Right. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess I've got a lot of questions actually um, but I guess to kick things off how did things start for you as a footballer where did your journey start because obviously you are from Manchester right yeah, yeah, yeah. so how did your journey kind of start off as uh, in football um, like what teams did you what team did you support are you a blue are you a red like just give us a little um, storytelling uh, so I started playing football when I was five I used to, obviously, as young children do, just kick the ball around in my house, make noise, break things and everything like that. Of my mum thought, <laughs> thought it was a good decision to like sign me up for like a local team around mine. So I joined a team called Bar Hills, the local team. And yeah, that's where it all started. I wasn't... They put me in an older age group at the start because I... Obviously, like I'm big on black. Overachiever, yeah, 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 of course, of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I, was playing, I was playing football, like, unintentionally, and I was I was struggling. But as soon as I went back to my actual age, then I just started to hit the ground running and things started oh. to take off from there. Dope. Yeah, man. Wow, that's that's great. How, so, what, what age did you get scouted? Was your first club Manchester City, or did you move up? Like, how did it... How did all of that come about? Uh, it was a bit mad because I I got scouted for Manchester United while playing for my local team at around five or six. Wow. But at that same time, City City came to our school in, into my primary school because they used to do like a lot of community work, and I was obviously confident back then, and I stood out, and I was lucky enough to get like noticed by them as well. So. So I what made you like stand out at five or six? What kind of defending were you like? What was man doing to be scouted at such a young age? <laughs> nah, I was I was a I was a winger back then, innit? Wow. Yeah, so I was just wow. <laughs> and the guy gave us some like simple drill just to like dribble through phones or something like that. And obviously mm. I it. In it, so <laughs> like, light work, light work. But yeah, I just stepped up and said, yeah, I can do that. And then they did it. And then he was like, oh, same nothing from there. Wow. So you went from a winger Wait, to a centre-back straight off? No, no, no. That's a whole, that's a whole different, <laughs> that's a, that was a big process. Too. Wow. All right, cool. Back. We'll get into that later on, Destiny. So what were you going to say, Destiny? So you've been in that system, that kind of academy system since very, very young age of primary school days up until now. I didn't get, they, I didn't even get um, signed. But like basically, when you're five, six, seven, eight, you just basically just training. So I was going from like United to City. Like, well, actually, I left City. I didn't. I didn't enjoy City. And at that time, I was United fan. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you red. You revealed it. You know now. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh so no. Training at United, and it was just like just normal training. No one was signed at the time. We were just training like every like probably like once a week. 
And then it got to the point where I was around nine now and I was still playing for my local team and I was enjoying it. That's where I felt comfortable. And I got um, a proper trial at United. But for some reason, I was very, very nervous, very low in confidence. So mm. I came here and I was just timid. I wasn't sure what I could do because I was just scared. I don't know why. So I was training with them. I was never performing. Showing glimpses at times, but never really showing what I could really do. Mm. And when and it got to the point where they had to make a decision. And when they told me that I wasn't getting signed, I was so happy because I did not feel comfortable being in that environment after. Really? Just felt, wow. felt intimidated. So these are the, these are like obviously you're young in it, but these are like the cream of the crop from like eight nine. Yeah. And you're already yeah, seeing yeah. it. You, it's funny how you don't need to be like what nineteen twenty to realize that people are doing things in it. So yeah. I was like, oh, this I felt I felt um. What's the word? Intimidated. Yeah, I felt intimidated mm. by these Monday. So I, I didn't feel like I, I fit in because these have been, these are these are already signed and I wasn't signed. So I was just a bit like quiet and everything like that. So they said I can go back to my local team and that was just the best news ever. So I was just delighted, just in back in my comfort zone in it. But it got to the point where while I was back in my local team, I was realizing that the level I needed a challenge. It was, it was, yeah, it was, yeah. Wasn't been, but it was just like I I could see myself getting more and more frustrated because the players on my team couldn't really um the ambition wasn't the there. All oh, right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I kept playing. I think I got a trial at Liverpool. Wow. After that, and I did really well in that trial. But there it was there was a scout taking me, and he was really helpful at the time. But mm. unfortunately, he. Couldn't it was a, it was a big sacrifice to the scout because he was picking me up from probably traveling from Liverpool to Manchester back to Liverpool, dropped me off and everything like that, and it was mm. it was a bit much in it. But so unfortunately, like he couldn't continue to do, it and it was a bit too far for my dad. So it wasn't God's will for me to go to Liverpool. So that was really upsetting because I'm, I, I was I was more myself and I was more confident, now, and I do believe that I probably would have got signed, but I just couldn't make it, unfortunately. And then there was another opportunity for me to go to Everton, but my dad just was like saying again, it's too far. And then wow. I had another trial that he did. So this was like a longer trial. And it Jesus. Was, it wasn't with the actual, <laughs> it's that it wasn't with the actual team. It was with like, I can't even explain it. Just like, okay, some of the best players that, that, that they've noticed. So this was like a six month period. And it was me and another guy called John Leroy. I don't know if you've heard of him. But yeah, me and him were like the the two best and they picked him and I was like fairs like they said I could go to like Rochdale or something and they'll watch me develop or I think it was mm. Oldham or well, mm. I was like no nah, that, that's that's oh they wanted to loan you out not not loan me out but put me in an academy and then monitor how I'm doing in it all right then, okay. oh okay okay but like the week before I found that out I got scouted by City again wow so, <laughs> wow this is some on, roller coaster. On, so how old are you? Carry on. <laughs> my head, hold on, hold on, hold my on, head hold quickly. on. Just pause, 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 pause. Oh Every club, God. you see, most people that I know that played football, they normally start off by getting scouted by some of the lower league teams. You know, Barnet, the Lutons, <laughs> Wimbledon, Wickham, something like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every okay, single team you have said is a Premier League team. <laughs> man saying Man City, Man United, Liverpool, Everton. Like this, these aren't no like. This is serious thing. You must be a very, very talented footballer to have all of these clubs clamoring. 
Oh. Like, <laughs> when you're in a situation where you can reject the likes of Liverpool and Everton, obviously you didn't want to, but because of how far it was. But that is a very, very amazing um, position to be in. So, yeah, please continue. That, that, this is just, I'm, I'm blown away. This is very, very impressive. Honestly, huge congrats to you. This is unreal. Thank you. So, yeah, I, this is that. So, I'm 10 at this point now. And I've had a final for my local team. And we've won a uh, score two. And City have like, been like, oh, we'd like him. We want him to come for a trial. But I, I was obviously still at the trial at United at this point. So, my dad said, okay, when we find out what's going on with United, then we'll be in touch with it. So I was like, okay. So I didn't get in at United, unfortunately, and that was like that was quite a heartbreaking show because I really felt ready and I thought I was good mm. enough. But God had other ideas, and so when I, my when we contacted City, my dad said, "This is your last chance, basically. If you don't get in at City, there's basically nowhere else we can take you. Every, everywhere else is too far. So if you don't wow. get in now, like this is now this or never." Is it. Now or never. Wow. I'm leaving it now. Like that's really like make or break. But I thank God for His grace, man. Because <laughs> when yeah. I went there, I just from from day I think I did two free training sessions, and after that, the 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 signing straight away at City. That is the grace of God to go from club to club to club to club. Crazy. I can't even fathom how, like, to have to like make sacrifices and kind of you know choose and like which club is suitable or which club would would give the best opportunities it's crazy okay so i'm gonna take a little jump now you've been there for the past nine years you're another 23 now so are you now as another 23 you're just below is there is there development and then senior or is it just senior the next one up uh seniors because i know different clubs no seniors that's on a while that's amazing that's really good. Have you been able to train with the senior team a couple of times? Yeah. Yeah, we train with the first team quite often. There's times where it's a bit funny because say it's a different type of club. Like, they've got two squads already in it. They're fully loaded mm-hmm. with talent. Mm-hmm. So, usually, like, we'll train with them maybe after a match day because the the lower numbers are. Usually, as a team, we'll help and train with them to be against them as they prepare for, like, their games and that. So, Obviously, you can seem like, oh, we're just, we're just side men here. But I've changed my perspective, man, and just see, see every time I train with them and as an opportunity because you're playing against the best players in the world. And oh, for sure. Bernardo Silva and that. Ripping up no. people and stabbing silver. No, nah, there's no... Gabriel way. Jesus. I can't contain, what? like... like isn't there what? moments of being starstruck when you're chilling with those guys? Like, even Pep yeah. as a manager. Like, used that's just nuts. As 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 you grow in your faith, man, you realize that these guys are just normal people. Man. Wow. wow! You respect you respect every man, but you just realize these guys are actually just normal people. You speak to them normally, that you can banter with them normally. Mm-hmm. They're just normal guys. Think that mm-hmm. obviously they have an image and this and that, but you get to speak to them and see how they really are, and mm-hmm. they're really nice, out to encouraging. Some of them obviously are a bit different and hard to speak to, but most of them are always willing to speak or if you have any questions they'll answer it's very I feel comfortable being when, when I'm around them in the, in the midst yeah, the, it's, it's, that's dope the, you, wow. the, it, you have the, a different perspective because you see him on the TV but when you oh definitely the life, definitely they're seen as yeah. these machines work play work play work 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 and like no kind of like you don't see the balance or you just see Brandon and you just see them as like playing at their best 24-7 not even I was going to say, um, which player from that senior team would you say you look up to the most? 
and Tupac, what's it like? Have you spoke? Have you spoken to De Bruyne at all? And what's it? What's he like in training? Man said like, is it just pure talent? Like <laughs> deeper guys. Because I'm just it's, these players. These are these are just like City's a huge club. I'm a Chelsea fan, by the way. So like just the those kind of teams, the heavyweight teams, top three, top four in the league. Like the the talent that they have on these teams and being able mm. to be around these kind of players, you must soak up so much knowledge. And information, and just even if you sat there and just watched them train, I'm sure you pick up so many things of how you can improve your game. Because with a team like City, um, to work your way into that squad, you have to obviously work very, very hard. Because it's like you said, City are very, very deep, one of the deepest teams, if not the deepest team in the league in terms of talent coming off the bench. You'd see Aguero, yeah. Sane, all of those players coming off the bench on the bench. And you're it's scary, bro. It's that scary. It's free Bro, smoke. It's free five, smoke. For top, any five, top five teams in the league. They start. Smoke. They start in the top five teams in the league. That's, that's defo, crazy. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Nice, man. In terms of looking up to players, I don't really look up to any of them like that. It's it's, it's weird. Like I respect them as players. Like I love guys like Marvin, Bernardo Silva, Silva. But like these guys, like I love them as players. But as people, like. I don't really look up to many of them. I respect Sterling and a lot of what he's doing, obviously, with like the Black yeah. Lives Matter and yeah, of like course. and really criticism. Yeah. But like, yeah, I don't really. Um, I just respect what they're doing to see what they do on a daily basis. I respect each and every one of them because being a full-time footballer, there's so much more that people don't see, and it's very, very difficult, very, very stressful. A lot of pressures. A lot of expectation, not just from the manager and the team, but from outsiders and pressing. It's horrible, man. But to see them at it every day in training is, is really commendable. It's amazing. And De Bruyne, I spoke to him. I remember it was when he had like a bad injury last season. I was just saying, oh, how is everything? I was just injured. He was like, yeah, it's good. I was like, oh, what's going on? Like, are you, you going to be back? Are you going to go into national duty? And he was like, nah, my wife's having a kid. This And I was like, uh. oh, like. Just being like just having genuine like, conversation, really yeah. You know what I mean, yeah, I was really surprised. That's dope. Open, just he was so, yeah, yeah. So, these guys are just that's incredible, yeah. Man. And have you obviously heard about um, you know, you guys are the front runners to land Messi, yeah. I've heard that <laughs> now, joking, obviously, crazy. we're in, obviously, you already know Barca's in turmoil right now, so I have to wear the shirt to pay respects because Messi's done too much for the club and now he's obviously leaving. Um, imagine if Messi ends up at Man City. I can't. I think it's curtains at that point. I think it's actually curtains for every competition. Like <laughs> I can't. I can't even begin to think about that. But yeah. Um, in terms of actual other players outside of the field, are there any other players like retired or currently playing that you kind of saw as inspiration for where you play now or where you played back in the day? Um, well, growing up, obviously as a United, I'm a City fan now. Don't don't ask questions. Like <laughs> <laughs> I want to test your loyalty. <laughs> yeah, growing up, like Ronaldo was my was my favorite player. Man. Of course, yeah. Freedom and just the, the everything about him was just really really special. But in mm. terms now, like my inspirations, I don't even know. I respect guys like guys like Kaka, my man, who like stand up for the faith and everything like that. And yeah. Just, mm. And mm. They sh- like God known in their situation in their careers and that mm. they're the man them that we respect. But there's there's not as many as I would have um, liked. And in terms of like 
you want to see more among them out there that are really wrecking God and everything. But yeah, for sure, again, it's for like, sure, like, for sure. Like, I rather them do it out of the the good of their own heart rather than just waltz it and do it for the sake of doing it. Like, but yeah, so. mm, mm. yeah, I, res- I respect I respect a lot of footballers. I I, I watch a lot of football look football players because I I like to have a good variety in the way I play. I like to learn from all different types of players. That's dope. And emulate the good things I see in all players. Mm. But in terms of everything and off the pitch and everything like that, um, there's not many players that I would say that no one's bringing off the back of my mind that do be wow. like look up to like that. Yeah. Do you know what? That is very true. I think in athletics, I, I'm a sprinter, um, and I know I know your sister, um, yeah. Naomi, Naomi. She's she's a fantastic triple jumper. Um, it's there's not many athletes that I see that are out there repping the faith. And something I really want to be able to do is throughout my career, be able to constantly rep the faith, talk about Christ, put myself in positions to help other people through what I'm doing. If we can inspire people through Christ and through our journey, then, then we do, I feel like we're doing right by what God would want us to do. We all get given gifts, but so many of the time when we have that gift, we feel like it's all for us. Mm. Like we've been blessed with it, but we're meant to use it to share it with other people, if you know mm. what I mean. So I think that's really important. So I think the way I even saw you was through, I follow the Ballers and God page because I thought, what an amazing idea to find um, footballers who are also Christians and talking about their faith and their journey. I think that's just incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and just hearing the way you were talking and your faith and someone seeing someone so young who's just really visibly out there talking about Christ is just amazing because when I, when I was growing up as a Christian, like even now, I'm only 18, about to turn 19, but 16, 17, I was shy about talking about my faith because... 100%. Society will make you feel like it's something that's not cool. It's looked down upon. Our religion doesn't really want to do it. Yeah, yeah, religion, yeah. More, that's what it's saying. Um, and some of that comes into ourselves. Like some some Christians are we're all hypocrites in a way because a lot we sin and people think, oh, if you're a Christian, you should be perfect. But that's mm. because they don't know the word. But mm. just seeing a young person such as yourself who's in such a great position, like you're obviously very probably comfortable in your situation. You you're a footballer, probably doing very well for yourself but still repping the faith, still letting people know that you are nothing without Christ, like that really stands out. And that can be the difference in turning a non-believer into a believer. So massive kudos to you for that. Because on this podcast, we, we everyone we've had on so far has been a believer. And it's not by coincidence, we want to be able to use this page to, to both grow, to meet amazing people such as yourself, but also talk about Christ because I think it's really important. So important. Yeah, 100%. That's fantastic. Josh, you got any more questions for him? Yeah, so based on the back of that, because obviously Destiny mentioned um, your sister. So how have you kind of, with your relationship with your sister, she obviously does athletics, she does triple jump. So how have your relationship, have you, have you been able to like bounce off each other in terms of motivating each other and inspiring each other to achieve great things? Obviously her winning any sort of medals, you winning... You know, for example, Youth Premier League or, or Premier League Two, like how have you been able to use a relationship to kind of inspire each other and do better as athletes? Oh, that's a very good question. Um, it's been, it's been mad. Me and my sister haven't always um, got on. Oh, wow. Last year or two, we've really just, just understood each other so much more. It takes obviously age wow. to have a bit more emotional intelligence and understand how you can really um, like 
understand that she needs certain things like she or speaks yeah. about certain do you know what I mean because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah all that's really helped so now I understand when to speak to her like she she really helps me because she's one of them people that she's gonna tell you how it is but it's always out of love I remember when I was growing mm. up and I was like 14 13 12 and I was trying to be on fire for God I was reading my bible I was doing this, but I was doing it for the wrong motives. I was trying to impress my uncles and my dad because my dad's a right, my uncle. Right. Yeah, yeah. I show you in the word, I know the word and all that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. They, they will always look at me like, like, what are you doing? Who do you think you are? And I was thinking, why are you jealous? Like, I'm just doing me and I'm just trying to. Hmm. But she made me realize that I was doing it out of pride and I was trying, I was looking down on her subconsciously thinking I was better because I was reading my Bible and doing mm. this and doing Mm. And I was thinking that works is what's going to separate me and her and what is making me better and everything like that. And she always used to look at me and, and tell me, like, what, what are you doing this for? Kind of like, and as I've grown older now, it's having that real understanding that I may have been reading my word and doing this and doing that, but God still speaks to people in a way that's specific to them. She might not be able to read 50 chapters, do this, do that. Right. But still speaks to her and she's so in tune with the spirit that mm. God is revealing her through just through speaking and through situations the same way God's revealing things to me through the word of God and that and and obviously being able to speak about that has really helped us both communicate and understand like God's plan for our lives I can coach her with her flex and things like that you can encourage me definitely we just have that right perspective now that we're living for God we know that we're going to have ups and downs along the road but we know who we're doing it for and we can just encourage each other man but we don't really um I'll say we just like talk more genuinely now. We don't really talk about our, our sports because it's like that's obviously a big part of our lives, but it's not our lives. Yeah, exactly. It's like family day. life is different from like your sport life. You have yeah. to keep those two separate in a way. I get yeah. it. I get you. I hear you. We're at home. We don't really focus on our sports. We just focus on what's going on, how we're feeling. Mm. And yeah, my sister's is one of them people that can just be like, yo. I'm feeling this type of way. Like, what do you think? And she, that's the type of relationship we have now. And it's so blessed. And I really thank God that we have that. <coughs> that's amazing. Not many people have that relationship with their yeah. siblings. Yeah. 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 I, I completely agree. I think um, whenever you come home from a training session or something like that, a competition or of, of, um, a football match or something like that, I'm sure you don't really want to, depending if it's done, you've done well or you haven't or anything like that, Throw that all out of the window. You don't really want to talk about it. When I come home, I just want to chill, play PlayStation. Thank God for the day. Talk to friends, chill, go out or something like that. Because like mm -hmm. you said, it is your life. You do it all the time. You do it basically every day. Mm -hmm. It gives you stress. It gives you good times. It gives you a whirlwind of emotions. So it's always good to just shut that off. Um, and I'm sure footballers must feel the pressure all the time. Like they have to everything for football. You see footballers for going for for. Um, having the odd drink of alcohol, doing this or doing that. And it's like, they're human beings too. You can't just, it even says in the Bible, all work and no play. It's very important to work hard at what you do, but also give your time, yourself time to rest, to do mm -hmm. other things so you don't become uninterested. Mm -hmm. So I think <clears throat> it's definitely really important. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Um, so, because obviously, I've said this for like the fifth time going, but obviously... This is the Visions podcast, or the, the title of this podcast is the Visions podcast. And obviously, you've you've kind of given us your, you know, how important faith is to you. So, as a Christian footballer, what do you aim to do within football, 
even after retirement, during the game and after retirement, how do you aim to and spread the faith and rep God in a way that, you know, people can actually take inspiration from you in, in this game, in, in, in football? That's a big question still. For, uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, to be to be dead honest, I just wanna I just wanna live my life for the glory of God, man, because I was deep in everything today in it mm-hmm. and just realizing how, how easy it is when you have a platform and when you have like status in a sense to to try and use that status to make you can always say yeah this is for the glory of god but you can also do things in a way that gives your name a bit of glory and makes you see more than what you are and what god was revealing to me today was just basically like at the end of the day it's not about me like god can use anybody it's not because of anything i've done it's not better than anybody else it's just because of the greater god and that's what i'm really want to show to people that it's not about what you do in terms of like what you've done in the past because what you've done in the past is, is, is irrelevant. When you come into God's kingdom, God makes you into a new person. And that's the real important to understand that in the eyes of God, we're all the same. All of sin and fall short of the glory of God. And whether you have faith or you don't have faith, whether you know or famous and that, it doesn't stop you from being influential in the world. It doesn't stop you from having a purpose that God has in store for you. And you shouldn't limit yourself just to the amount of followers that you have. Anyone can share the gospel. Anyone can do things. And God has given us a gift and a purpose for a reason. And it's, that's why I want, I want people to understand that it, you don't need to be a footballer or an athlete or a singer or one of these mad things in regards to the world to be successful. Facts. The way God values you success is by being obedient to his word and just surrendering your life to Jesus because Jesus has done everything for us. All we can do is just be obedient to him and, and live for him. And that's why I just want people to know that it doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter where you may find yourself in. You can still be used by God. And that's what I want people to understand, man. That's, that's probably <coughs> my, my aim. Just, yeah. Wow. That's fantastic. Wow, wow, wow. That's really, summed it up really well. <laughs> that's amazing. Preaching the word. That's, that's brilliant. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, thank you. My last sort of question I have for you um, would be, what sort of advice would you give to sort of young aspiring footballers and sort of young aspiring Christian footballers? So just a, a bit of both as to what they can do um, if they want to get to your sort of level or that sort of level or raise their game. Just any sort of some simple advice that you could you would you would give. My advice would definitely be. To be to to obviously this is a non-negotiable. Obviously to work hard. That's that's the most important. Of course. course. Work hard. Mm. But at the same time, it's it's understand who you're doing it for. It's many. It's very easy to obviously want to impress coaches, impress this, impress that. But when God has a plan for your life, like no weapon formed against you shall prosper. When God has a plan Amen. for your life, Amen. 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 Get into that point. I'm so saying impress man or do this for man understand that god has given you this gift so you can bring glory to his name do it understand that you're doing it for god and the leader oh, people. John Foster, he always says you're playing for an audience of one you're doing it for the glory of god and god's the only opinion that truly matters Thanks. when you go out into the forget what people are saying forget about trying to be better than him or better than that try and be mm. the best you can each and every day for mm. the glory of god and i promise when you have that focus 
things change because I can give a slight testimony. I remember playing one against one guy in the UEFA Youth League, and and he was a very good player. And I had had in my mind, oh, I want to do this for the glory of God, this and that. But I was too focused on trying to beat him and trying to be yeah. better than him. Yeah. And for some reason, that game, I had the guy was just getting past me. Yeah. I was getting on the floor, all that sort of stuff, man. But it wasn't because I couldn't defend against this guy because I knew God. When I look back, I know God. There was a lesson to be learned from that day. I and mean, obviously, we lost that game, and everyone was saying, "Yeah, this tends a world beater." Everyone was looking down on me, kind of. And I was yeah. just like, you know, I know. I can defend against that. It was something that God needed to do, and it was only <laughs> I say it's only God that stopped me from not defending that guy properly mm-hmm. that game. So obviously now, like I was just we, we had a uh, another fiction. This was a win, so I'm playing against the same guy, but my mindset was different. Rather than me trying to be better than him and trying to impress my teammates, impress scouts, and this and that, mm-hmm. I was coming and basically I just said, God, help me Take to control. be the best. Mm-hmm. Help mm-hmm. me to focus not on him, not on competition, not on being the best player on the pitch or this and that. Help me to be the best player I can be for your glory. And that's all that was ringing in my mind. Just be the best you can be for God's glory. The same for anyone else. So I was just focused on me and just me and God during the game. And I had, I, the guy didn't get past me once. And that's the thing, the, wow. week, after, the week after I played against him the first time, he scored, he, made, he played Serie A, he made his Serie A debut and scored. Ah. And that it showed he's a quality, ah, nice. he's a quality player. Yeah. But then obviously hearing that it didn't move me, I respected him, but I was just focused on me. I was just focused on being the best I can be. And mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I had a very good game individually. I won my 1v1 battles and I picked up something that I'll never, ever forget. And that's why I thank God for that period. Because if you don't go through certain things in your life, you don't understand what really matters and what's really important to God and how you can get the best out of yourself. So it's just understanding mm-hmm. that. Being the best you can be each and every day for the glory of God is the most important thing. That's how you play free. That's how you enjoy the, your football. And that's how you can really show for the ability that God has placed inside of you. So that's my advice, man. Try and be the best you can be, not for anyone, but just for the glory of God. That's, that's, that's my, that would be my advice. Wow. Man, <clears throat> that's amazing. Well, I'd just like to say thank you so much for coming on and, and speaking. Uh, it's amazing. I really, really appreciate it. I'm sure the the listeners will appreciate it as well. Um, I would, I'll be praying for you, that you have a very long career, that you're able to achieve a lot of things, that you're able to, to bring about change and that God uses you for a bigger purpose. And um, you just stay healthy more than anything. No injuries, you stay healthy. You just continue to learn and grow in your faith as you get better as a footballer. And you just take the opportunities that, that come before you and you just remember that when you get to the place that, you, that you're at, remember who got you there. You know, mm-hmm. it's always important to remember God when we get to where we need to be. Because if not, you, you, he can just keep you there to teach mm-hmm. you a lesson. I learned mm-hmm. the biggest thing one of, that I've learned is God will keep teaching you the same lesson over and over and over again until you get it. Mm-hmm. You'll keep getting the same outcome until you're ready to accept that God is the one that you need to surrender to him. You need to make this change. You need to do this. You need to, to do that. That's why a lot of people stay stagnant in life. They feel like they're not going anywhere because mm-hmm. without Christ, you really can't make that next jump. So definitely. So thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. Thank you as well. Man. We lot, I like what you do. Love, bro. Love, love. Genuinely speaking, through what you do. But yeah, thank man. You so thank much. you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Anytime. Yeah. That's me signing out. From Vision Sport. Yeah. That's Des. We're gonna have his socials and all of that. We'll put it out. We'll drop all of the link in that. Um, this will probably be dropping on YouTube, Instagram, mm. um, Spotify, all of that. So you'll be able to get all of that, and you'll be able to 
follow this guy, follow his journey, as we will be doing so for the, over the next many years. And yeah. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Defo. Big shout out to Nathaniel for joining us. And yeah, make sure you lot stay posted for the next episode.